Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles, and welcome to the show. Yay! Oh, my goodness. Been thinking about how good this feels to do this with all of you. And this really is a together project. So, thank you so much for not only your feedback and kind messages, but your suggestions, your participation in the conversation, leaving voicemails, all of these things. I've always felt like since I started sharing yoga and yoga-like lifestyle things, I suppose, from cooking and house things and, you know, sharing life and just regular stuff that it's always a together project. Or at least for me, it's so much more fun (laughs) when it is. We don't need to feel alone when we're creating something. And I feel like we were really getting to something really special and great in our Strala group kind of in-person get-togethers, whether it was a retreat or training or kind of longer workshop where we're somewhere away altogether, right before the pandemic, of course. So we'll pick that back up and move forward into the great beyond (laughs) coming up soon as well. But I've been thinking recently about a really special group And you all know who you are if you're out there listening. Thank you so much. At Sundance a few years ago. And we carved out special time after all the yoga was done, after all the training workshops and doing the things that we all kind of, of course, came to do. We carved out some nighttime time to come back to the room after we all had some time to eat and relax and chill out a bit. And we got back together not to kind of do yoga and work on things, but to simply be together in a structured way. And how lucky were we that this particular room actually had a fireplace? (laughs) So we were able to, of course, with the proper support of of the Sundance staff, um, have a fire there. They actually have a person that comes and does that for you, which really makes a lot of sense. Safety first, guys. (laughs) So they come in the beginning and they come in the end to make sure everything is okay. And uh, we're only creating more good and not causing any harm. So we all got together and each night we had a topic prepared. It was kind of in the schedule and the, the things that we were going to do, the itinerary. So we had a topic just like here really 
whether it was success or creativity, the process, healing, these kind of big, oh my gosh, these big, never-ending, beautiful topics. And I would say a few things, just what was on my mind, things that I had, you know, learned and reflected upon. And then something beautiful would always happen in these groups, which is somebody else would share. You know, maybe at first it was like, oh, who's going to share? And then, of course, somebody ultimately goes and shares something, is brave enough. And then the real magic happens, this sort of web of cross-conversation and support and no judgment zone and really such a beautiful way to be with each other. And I just have been thinking about that a lot recently and have been grateful for that particular moment, those nights together in Sundance and those times when we've had with all of the in-person groups, structured times, non-structured times between lunches and meetings and hallway chats and just the spontaneous moments where we can connect meaningfully. And um, I'm just so grateful. So that's how this feels for me, this uh, Together Project of Meaningful Connection. So thank you so much, first of all, not just for your listening and feedback and conversation, but of course, your participation, whether you're leaving voicemails. Thank you so much for all the voicemails. I really appreciate it. Still haven't had to ask my mom for a voicemail yet. They've continued to flow in from you all. So I really appreciate that conversation. Also, I don't have to panic (laughs) having something to do. So everything is working fine there. But also the conversations where you kind of do your thing with this. I love that. You know, there, there doesn't need to be this, oh, this happened and this happened and this happened. But I know because I chat with a lot of people that I've just been connected with through yoga and these kind of things over the years that I know really cool things are happening just from these conversations. I'm not doing anything specifically. I'm not fixing anybody. But I love this idea of holding space, getting together, lighting the fire safely, (laughs) and just throwing out a topic. You know, I can share my experience, what I've learned, my mistakes mostly, I feel like, have helped me learn. And of course, if I can help you make better mistakes, then that's cool. (laughs) But I'm really not coming at this from a place of really any authority. (laughs) So thank you for, for sharing and being here for sure. So today I want to dive into a topic that has started to really consume me in a beautiful way. Thinking about the new year, thinking about a place to live from and be from in this way, and a feeling that has really just started to show up for me in that kind of way of, oh, I'm feeling like I want more of that feeling and less of these feelings. And it seems like a silly one for me specifically, and maybe for you too, but it really has shown up in this kind of normal, normalized, authentic way, I suppose, as corny as that sounds. And it's joy. (laughs) The feeling is joy. And it seems kind of, you know, tragic to experience joy, especially right now with all the pain and suffering in the world, you know, that we kind of see outside of ourselves in a way. And I still can't help that the feeling of joy keeps coming up for me. 
And I feel also that I've been pulled from a few friends. So my friend Ace, who I've known online mostly for now, but she's a yoga teacher, beautiful gal. Uh, We've connected a little bit on Instagram lives and these kind of things. She's all about joy, this lady. Oh my gosh, incredible joy bomb. (laughs) And, uh, you know, just been chatting with her a little bit over the last year. And I think she's pretty much rubbed off on me in that way. And also my friend, Jeanette Jenkins, I shared something on Instagram the other day, just about, you know, my, my new feeling of joy. And, <laughs> and she kind of came back with a comment like, yeah, Tara, duh. <laughs> Not in that way of like, you know, patting me on the head, but, but really I took it in that way, in a, in a beautiful way, because Jeanette is joy. And I got to meet her several years ago. I did this DVD with Jane Fonda. I think I shared that here on the podcast a while ago. But for, for those of you that are newer than the DVD generation, <laughs> you've got some DVDs. And Jane invited so lovingly a group of folks and named us the new faces of fitness. I mean, how cool is that? Jane Fonda and, and really anybody in a in a position of of power in that way that a lot of people really respect can just, you know, wave her magic wand and anoint anoint you something. And then you feel like, yes, that's me. <laughs> so I'm so grateful and lucky and fortunate um, to have been a part of this project. So I was the yoga one. Um, Jeanette did her fitness thing. She's an amazing kind of very high energy uh, fitness trainer. She also teaches yoga and things like this. So I remember meeting her and she is so big with energy. I mean, tiny woman, so strong, so tiny, but just, whoa, you feel her like a lightning bolt when she walks into the room. And, you know, I always liked her. I always just loved her energy and respected, of course, everything that she does and her career and her love and her energy and how she does everything. But I never really connected with the joy part. I thought, I don't know about that. (laughs) What are you doing over there? Aren't you, you know, reflecting a little bit more? Some part of me was, you know, rejecting that in myself, not in her, but in myself for sure. (laughs) So recently it's just started to whack me on the back of the head. And I had this vision, I suppose, as we all do, or this really insight to my own clarity of, maybe things that have held myself back and ways that we all kind of connect really truly with each other. And the silly thing is, and this sounds so simple, like duh, Tara, but when you are doing something that brings you so much joy, right? Other people feel that joy as well. Ah, and I know that sounds so simple. Like everybody's born with this knowledge and wisdom and doesn't lose it. But of course we lose it over time. Of course we get in our heads and, you know, think, oh, this is what I should be doing. This is what's working. This is what isn't working. But we forget that we can literally do the things that bring us joy and everything will be fine. (laughs) Whether you're trying to build a career or you're trying to just be happy, we can actually do the things that bring us joy 
and things will work out. And I know that sounds so simple and maybe naive in a way, but I've seen examples of this in Jeanette and Ace (laughs) and it works for them. And I'm not just talking about career, you know, gaining power and authority and success, but actual joy in your being, right? (laughs) That's the important part. Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Wherever you're going, wherever you're headed in that way. And then, of course, there's a lot of things that we have to do, or maybe a few things that some of us have to do. I don't know. Maybe you can just hang around and always experience joy, but everybody's not like that for sure. You know, you've got to do a certain job to pay your rent. You've got to clean the kitchen. You've got to scrub the floors. Everybody has different little chores or big tasks that they have to do. That may not be the thing that, to quote Marie Kondo, sparks joy. So then we have this kind of choice. Well, okay, I have my joy things and then I have my things that I just really can't stand. And then someday when I can outsource those things, I'll be happy, right? Well, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) It totally doesn't work like that. And we all know this, but we still kind of, a lot of us live like this for sure. So I decided that I'm going to do more of the things that bring me joy basically all the time, unapologetically to myself. I don't have anybody else to really (laughs) relate to about that because everybody else wants you to live with joy and be happy. There's nobody out there that wants you to be dragged down. That's not really real. And if it is, I'm truly sorry. And there's, of course, instances where you may have unhealthy relationships in in your life and, and all of that. But just on the bigger kind of human standpoint, we all want each other to be well, because if you're well, I'm well. If you're full of joy, I'm full of joy. So just simply knowing that is a big relief to stop pretending, to stop doing things because you think you should (laughs) instead of the things that literally bring you joy. And then when it comes to your version of cleaning the kitchen or doing the job that just pays the bills, we can bring our own joy to that, can bring it like it's in a backpack and say, fine, I'm cleaning the kitchen. This doesn't need to be a terrible thing for me. I can move from my middle. I can whistle while I work. (laughs) You know, when I was doing a class at Disneyland France. They do it up, by the way, in in the most beautiful beginning, middle, and end. Every detail is is included and and thoughtful, which is just such a big lesson (laughs) to see that in action. They were all setting up the the event, the cameras. It was being televised, this kind of a thing. And I was there. I love to be there as early as possible just to hang out and, of course, there kind of soak up the magic. But that song whistle while you work was literally playing on the loudspeakers at 5 a.m. while everyone was arranging the stages and the cameras and the yoga mats and the podiums for the class and Goofy's costume with his bell bottoms and yoga pants and these kind of things. So, you know, I thought, well, that's, that's a good idea. And it doesn't need to be a dumb idea like, oh, you're just not acknowledging the the sadness of the universe by bringing joy. You know, you're just, you're glossing over the hurt and suffering of the world. And I think maybe I was kind of definitely stuck in that 
I need to experience everyone else's suffering a little bit, or at least not express my own joy. And I kind of realized, well, it's not, it's not that isolated. <laughs> Everything is connected. Thinking about Jeanette beaming into a room, a room where we have to perform, we have to do our routines. There's a timeline and a schedule. And, you know, I'm over there like thinking, okay, I need to do my yoga and then I have to do this. And then I have this meeting and that meeting and I'm probably like arranging my schedule in my head, this kind of a thing. And Jeanette's just bringing her joy in the moment. She has to do the same amount of things that I have to do, but her attitude was completely different. So there are some lessons in that. We don't need to show and experience the sadness and the hurt that's out there through our own actions. And I, I kind of learned this from learning shiatsu from our teacher and friend, Sam Berlin. And he was helping me in one of the workshops lean on somebody. And I had like my shoulder up funky or I was sitting in an uncomfortable way. And he said, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm in the right position for them. Like my thumb's in the right spot, my elbow's in the right spot. So I'm just like not going to move because I don't want to mess it up. And he's like, Tara, if you're suffering and you're helping someone else feel better, you're not doing anything with the math of the suffering of the world. There's still the same amount of suffering in the world. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? Oh my gosh, this is a big deal. So you need to include yourself in doing your best to alleviate that suffering. And then the magic of shiatsu, and this is really related to everything, is it works better. What I was doing to that other person or with that other person works better for them when I'm in a more comfortable position. If I'm uncomfortable while I'm helping someone else, they can feel that tension. They can feel that uncomfortability and it doesn't go so well from there. They may pick up on that and kind of adjust themselves to try to make it better for me. And then all of a sudden they're trying to help me, you know? Have you ever been in a situation like that? Oh, let me help you while you help me kind of a thing. It's that classic comedy show. So joy really, whoa, that's just a big one for me this year. And it's already changed so much. I mean, I love what I do. I have no real complaints, you know, especially in the last few years. We've really set up a beautiful schedule for ourselves. I need this schedule in order to feel normal, in order to feel well. So every morning, kind of slide out of bed, sneak up here to the studio, do my morning yoga practice with everyone. And then I have some time to, whether it's make a podcast or work on a writing project or catch up on emails, do something creative. I have this set window to do these things. And then in the early afternoon, we do whatever. We do family stuff. <laughs> we go to the aquarium. We go to grandma and grandpa's. We go to the farm. We visit my cousins and aunts and uncles. This kind of a thing. And when Mike needs time to do his Tai Chi and just have time to himself, he has a little rowing machine in the garage he loves to call his friends. He's so chatty. <laughs> you know, I give him his window as well, maybe in the late afternoon a lot of the times, but that's not super regimented. And, and that works for us. And when it stops working, we'll have to reassess and change, but it's pretty easy. 
So within that structure, there's a lot of room for me to experience more joy. So one of the little ideas I came up with to experience more joy is to continue to give away these little hats that I knit. <laughs> so every year around winter time, I knit some hats and I give them away to friends and strangers alike. I just do however many I can do and then just send them away. And it's kind of cool. Some people still like them and I can't really give a hat to everybody, of course. So I had this idea in the spirit of giving that I could keep going with this, you know, knit a few more, toss them up on the Strala Apparel store and sell them for a reasonable price and then give that money to a charity. So I never would have thought of that idea before I had this joy bomb really moving through me. And I know it's just such a simple, silly idea. I don't know how much of a good impact I can have on the world with it, but I know it's good, really. And I know that we don't have to feel like we are not enough in order to make a good impact. And I think that's really cool. To me, that really sums up joy. Do the things that bring you joy and then share those things with others, you know, that are around you, hanging around in your family, your friends, strangers on the internet, <laughs> whatever you got going on. And then bring your own joy, like bring it in a backpack to all the things that you need to do. And then, wow, oh my gosh, there's some big puzzle piece there with well-being for sure. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. want to play a couple of our voicemails here. And I think I've got two messages here from my home state of Illinois that I'm actually in right now because this is where we are. <laughs> so let's go with the hometown folks. Hi, Tara. It's Sherry calling from Chicago. Today, I was just thinking about something that you said before that yoga is our secret weapon. And it really is. It's not something that you have to be showy about but rather something inside, a little secret that you can keep makes you feel better emotionally and physically. In a moment of stress, you might think about yoga and just balance on one foot or something like that. And it just sort of brings a little smile to yourself. So yeah, yoga, it's our secret weapon. Yes. Oh, I love that. I think I kind of rambled that out a few mornings in our practice, Strala Home, the Strala Yoga app, because I feel it is our secret weapon. You're so true. You're so right about that. I love that. 
And oh, I love my hometown, Chicago, Illinois friends. We just, we don't mess around here in the Midwest. <laughs> we keep it simple. And I feel like I really forgot that that's such a huge part of me, you know? Being so fortunate to travel around the world, be in New York, kind of be everywhere. And, you know, you can take the girl out of the cornfields, but we keep it simple everywhere we go. So secret weapon, yes. Thank you so much. And that's so true. Whenever you're feeling stressed, oh, remember, remember yoga. Remember how you feel when you practice in a way that feels better. And I love that advice. Just stand on one leg, see how it goes. All right, let's have one more. Hey, Tara, this is Cynthia with Yoga with Cynthia here in Illinois. Just wanted to take a second to thank you guys for letting me be one of your guides through Strala. And I just love all of the awesomeness that I can continue to share with others through you guys. I love to see the smiles on people's faces, the connections that are being made. And hearing people tell me how relaxed they feel and just how amazing that the yoga was for them. And I look forward to everything that you guys continue to offer. And I'm just so excited to be a part of this. Thank you once again, you guys. Love you. Big hugs. Cynthia, oh, basically a neighbor here now. So we met a couple of years ago online. Cynthia did some of the online courses. We were still in Brooklyn. And I just remember chatting with her and feeling such a kindred spirit of this. I just want to help. I just want to help, you know, others and myself, others and myself, others and myself. So it's not surprising to me that you are experiencing massive joy <laughs> and it's working. Talk about success for sure. So Cynthia started leading a class in the park. She would share pictures online and everybody just looks so happy. And for me, that's the real measure of a successful yoga class is how people are. You know, what, what's going on with the expression on the faces of people in the class? How is how is the posture being affected? I mean, that sounds so removed, but you know what I mean. Like you can look at a picture of somebody doing a fitness class and they could look like, oh my gosh, this is the worst time in my life ever. I'm just trying to get through this so I can get a toned butt. Or on the other side of that, <sighs> I feel better. I'm more relaxed. I feel like myself. I'm myself around all of these people. That's a new experience for me. I'm usually a grouchy person or an anxious person or whatever it is. And to be able to have that as you participate in a yoga class, I know is amazing. I've got to take a lot of amazing yoga classes for sure. And it's so beautiful to be a student in a class of someone who's leading in this way because, whoa, I always feel kind of boundaryless. Like, I don't know where I end and the world begins. And I feel that when I practice Tai Chi as well. But to really feel that from another guide is beautiful. 
if you've ever seen the movie Ghost, you know, here's a little homework. And I, I've shared this a bunch of times in our astrology training. So sorry if you've been there and heard me say this 10 times. But this is so true when it comes to leading and joy and experiencing yourself through another, through the guidance of another. So that scene in the fortune teller's space where Whoopi is sitting there and Patrick Swayze jumps into Whoopi and sort of becomes her for a moment and Whoopi kind of, Whoa! that's leading to me. That's, that's really the essence of what's happening. So when someone is guiding a yoga class or really any experience, this is, this is true, this kind of crosses many borders, you feel as the participant in that class, some part of them, which I think is amazing. So what a cool responsibility for yourself if you're guiding anything. And really we're all guiding each other kind of all the time, whether you think of yourself as a guide leading a yoga class or a person in the world doing really anything. You're a leader, you're leading other people around you by your simple existence and your presence. So having this in mind, the people around you take on how you feel about yourself. And this is just so incredible. So there's a little experiment that we do in our trainings where we'll have little groups of five or so. And one person will be the guide and everybody will take turns, of course. One person will guide and the group will do the phrase, the sequence. And we'll just do, you know, a few moments of a class. And the guide will do this without words at all. So simply breathing and moving. And of course, it's not perfect. You know, you don't want to do a downward dog and somebody can't see you or hear you. You can kind of feel what's going on. And this exercise isn't meant to replace using language in class. But every single time that we do this, the beauty of the experiment shows all of us that you completely can feel how the guide is feeling while they're leading this thing. So the thing that they're leading, the yoga moves, the up, the down, the sequence, the right and left is super important. But what's louder, even without words, even in silence, what's so loud is how the guide feels. How you feel about yourself is what you're walking around imparting on others what you're sharing with others, what you're dropping off with others. And this is just so cool. So we always kind of do this and then we take turns with groups of people just observing another group doing this. And you can see the people kind of take on the vibe, the energy, the feeling of the guide. If the guide is super excited, everybody takes on that. If the guide is a little bit nervous, takes on that. And it's not just those superficial feelings, it's the overall feeling of really, how are you feeling? What's going on? And that can be overwhelming because we really just want to pile on knowledge and information and stuff and let me do this and do this and do this. And what a joy squasher, right? Of course, you're learning how to put together a proper sequence. That's important. That's essential. But really, how you feel about yourself is the main thing to work on always. <laughs> and I know this as a kind of secret of the universe in a way. So I know better 
I know that I need to take care of myself. It doesn't mean that, oh, I always feel great and everything that I do, everybody else feels great. Yay. It means that I know better. So I do all of the things I can do to take care of myself so I can, you know, impart something that's helpful. And circling back to this feeling of joy, my goodness, when you take care of yourself, you kind of can't help but experience joy, at least in those moments. So maybe that's helpful for you to choose more of those joyful moments for yourself. Know that you suffering more is not good for others. And maybe also bringing your own backpack of joy to those things that you need to do that maybe aren't as fun. (laughs) We don't need to panic, really, about all of those little things. You know, we can whistle while we work (laughs) and enjoy. So just a simple meditation to close us out here for the day. Find an easy place to be where you are. Bring your hands to your belly. Notice how you feel. Simply invite yourself to experience joy. Let joy literally make a home in you, crawl into your center. Joy is getting cozy in there, rolling around, throwing a little party. Your most unique, joyful party that'll look different for all of us. Take a few breaths. Big inhale, filling you up. Long exhale, relax. When you're ready, gently open your eyes. Hope you feel something nice, something better. Maybe even a little bit more joy. I'm excited to hear about your joy, so... Share it. (laughs) Share it with whoever you want to share it with. Thanks for being here so much. Take good care and see you soon. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.